Hello, and welcome to another special Please Make This Mini-sode. This is Hobart Thompson, one of the hosts of the show, and today's mini, I am going to go see a movie. Yeah, uh, simple as that. I have the day off, and so I decided, like I have previously with my uh, series where I discussed the 4,000 years of longing. 3,000 years of longing? I've already forgotten. Shoot, it was a good movie. Check it out. But today with my day off, I have nothing to do, and my girlfriend is working, and so I have decided that I'm going to go see a movie by myself. I am going to go out, have a little lunch, then catch a matinee, be done in time to get home for dinner. Uh, So I am going currently down Western Avenue here in Chicago, Illinois. It is a crisp wintry day, and I am heading to go first have a chicken sandwich from Popeye's. After I accomplish that task, I will be proceeding further down Western Avenue till I get to the Regal Cinemas down there next to the highway. There, I am going to watch Black Adam, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Black Adam, a guy so tough and cool that he, I guess, I have no idea what this movie is about. So it's going to be an interesting experience to catch it uh, today on this sleepy Thursday. So I guess that's the start of my report here. I will be getting to you after I have my chicken sandwich. Thank you for listening to Please Make This. This is real investigative journalism. All right. I have had my chicken sandwich lunch. And it was delicious, folks. You know what? It was a good chicken sandwich. I went to a Popeye's that happens to be across from a high school, which I was worried about, uh, that it would be filled with terrifying teens. And yes, it was indeed. Uh, there was a huge lunch rush that I managed to beat by literally two minutes before like 30 kids came in and rearranged the entire restaurant. I think they moved every single chair that the, this Popeye's owned. Uh, and it's now snowing <laughs> as I'm walking. So this is turning into quite a fun jaunt. I got about a half mile to walk here so I can get down western further uh, and see see Black Adam. So that's my plan now. I'm walking down Western. I'm going to see Black Adam. So while I walk, let's talk a little bit about what I know about the movie. Uh, so, but the, 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 the criteria, I guess I should go over of what this minisode was supposed to be. (laughs) I decided I was just going to hit the road and record as I go, as I make my journey down the street. And I'm now realizing that that might be a little slapdash of a, uh, of a way to do this, but uh, it's too late now. We've already done it. I can't go back and uneat that chicken sandwich, you know, so we just got to press on with this. Uh, so what I'm actually trying to do here is, you know, enjoy this movie on its own terms, but, uh, or dislike it on its own terms if it sucks. Uh, but the, what I'm reviewing is the experience of going to go see it. This is about the act of taking oneself to a matinee. And today, Roland Solo, uh, something I don't usually do. I, I don't, I can't remember the last time I've seen a movie in a movie theater by myself. So, but still let's talk about Black Adam. Uh, so Black Adam <clears throat> came out a couple of months ago, weeks ago. <sighs> Time has been so, so loose recently. Uh, so Black Adam came out a couple of months ago. It's the latest DC comic book film. Uh, they have been getting slightly better i think uh last one i saw was the suicide squad movie and that was pretty good because it didn't take itself too seriously which is honestly my main worry about black adam that i'm about to see it seemed like from the trailers and everything i have seen of it 
it seems like it's a very serious like it's like like i don't know it feels like this this is a movie just about how the rock is like the strongest dude of all time like i'm surprised he's not just playing himself in the movie uh, i think he kind of is in a way only without with superpowers so i don't know i hope it's not going to be a drag i hope it's not going to be like a schneider a, a, a schneider dc movie i mean give me that fun james gunn thing uh that wasn't too bad the snow level has increased quite a bit. I don't know if you can tell that I'm getting a little distracted as I talk, but uh, it is now rain, uh, snowing pretty hard. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm dressed appropriately for the weather, but not, uh, you know, having snow hit you in the face still. Kind of, oh, it fucking sucks. It's really blowing rain into my face. Okay. Okay, I might have to end this report here. Uh, I'll give my grade first for the chicken sandwich experience. Chicken sandwich, I would say probably, eh, I don't know. Eight, eight out of eight out of ten quality of the sandwich, minus several points for the, the rowdy teens who spent my entire time I was in there eating, discussing how cool it is that Jake Paul boxes people now. Something that I really wanted to turn around and confirm was like, no, that actually kind of sucks, man. He seems like a real asshole. Uh, but you kids enjoy your lunch. Okay, everybody, I'll check back in with you when I get to the movie theater. Okay update on my travels i have made it officially to the movie theater the snow has stopped the wind has lessened slightly uh walking was was a good idea <laughs> don't know still jerry's out on that one but i've made it i survived the wind i'm basically black adam and uh i think i'm ready for my movie i'll let you know what i think bye my son sacrificed his life to save me powers are not a gift but a curse born out of rage so I'm not enough Hey everybody, it is Hobart. I am all finished with Black Adam, and I am now walking home. I decided to take a little more scenic route to get back, so I'm not walking down that busy highway anymore. I'm instead just walking through a little nice Chicago neighborhood. It's really nice. It's quite cold. Still snowing a little bit. It's a little after four o'clock, which means here in Chicago it is almost night. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think I'm ready to give my review of the experience of seeing a matinee of Black Adam. Uh, so yeah, so um, I saw it at a Regal Cinema. I haven't really been to a Regal Cinema, I don't think, since the pandemic. And I was very... <laughs> it's gotten really... And I know this sounds stupid because it's a movie theater already. It's like a big, giant movie plex. But it's gotten, like, extremely corporate. Like, there was so much corporate branding everywhere. You could get the Wakanda Forever... Uh, popcorn bucket for $28, which seems completely insane, but I guess that's for somebody. Um, they, you know, expensive popcorn and drinks. Uh, the, the, there was at least 30 minutes of previews and, uh, the 20, the, the thing that they do before the movies, which I always kind of have called the 20, uh, is now called what's newbie. What's new? What's newbie in O O V I E like movie, but with two O's. So it sounds kind of like new. Um, <laughs> it was all just sort of like tie-ins to like, uh, 
content creators, like influencers who talk about movies. And by influencers who talk about movies, I mean influencers who talk about Marvel movies. Uh, they had a, a little trivia competition on there you got to watch, where a guy answered some of the most basic movie trivia questions I have ever heard in my entire life. Their big stumper for him was, can you put all four Marvel Avengers movies in order? There's only four of them. And he blew the host's mind by not only putting them in the correct order, which their names kind of imply, you know, uh, but also by giving the year the movie was made. And the host was just like blown away. Like this guy was like, Mr. Movies, the genius of movie trivia. He knows everything. The names of movies and the years they were released. (laughs) The first two things it says on Wikipedia when you look up a movie, basically. Uh, so that was kind of entertaining to watch. Uh, I was in the movie uh, by myself. No, no, by myself initially, but then one other guy came in. And did he sit way too close to me in the movie theater? Yes, there was all the other seats available, and he went two rows in front of me. Just, I guess he just wanted to feel some closeness, so I hope I gave him a little companionship during the day. Uh, we did not speak. Um, let's see, what else happened before we get to the, the movie proper? I thought these seats in uh, this Regal Cinema on Western were okay. They were a lot smaller than I thought they were going to be. I thought that the trend for movie seats was turning them all into like eat lazy boy recliners, but this was a lot more like a, it's kind of like being on an airplane, that size seat. Like there's, you know, shared armrests. And I feel like if someone was sitting right next to me, you'd have to jockey for a position. I don't think I would really enjoy seeing a movie in there at full capacity. So I am very glad that I chose Black Adam, a movie that has been out for a little bit now that no one really seems to give a shit about. Uh, So let's talk about it. I'm going to talk about it briefly. It's, you know, just part of the experience. Once again, I'm trying to rate the experience of going to go see this matinee, the enjoyment I had out of it. Uh, But the movie, of course, you have to talk about that. This will be some spoiler alerts, but the movie's been out for a while now, so who cares? Uh, Also, who cares in general? It's just Black Adam. I'm pretty sure all those things happened, and it happened in some sort of comic book released 20 years ago. So, yeah, it's just about, uh, I guess... The bad guy, the bad version of Shazam uh, from the, the Zachary Kinto. When was it Zachary Kinto? Movie from a couple of years ago. And, uh, yeah, he's got, he's, he's, he's dark. He's, 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 he's dark justice. Uh, which means that he spends a lot of the movie uh, turning dudes into dust with lightning bolts and throwing them through walls, just like really fucking people up. Um, this all takes place in a imaginary, uh, world or not, sorry, city, state, nation called Kandar. And, uh, it's about an oppressed people who summon a dark champion. And it is this guy, Tet Atom, who has all the powers of the gods and he is indestructible and he's super badass. I mean, really the headline of this movie, this whole movie produced and starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson is just a, basically a commercial for how cool and awesome Dwayne the Rock Johnson is. Like the whole movie is just like real, like it's got real, like, uh, my dad's stronger energy, you know? The whole thing kind of, like, uh, had the tone of, like, you know those memes you see? Like, the super, like, masculine guy memes with, like, a pit bull person dressed like a gangster. It says something really macho under it. Or my all-time favorite, the one with Bugs Bunny holding the flintlock pistol that says, uh, God forgive me, I gotta be the old me. That is the energy of this movie throughout. Uh, it is just about how the rock is. He's got darkness. And he's gotta hurt people. 
but he's also a hero because he's more powerful than everybody. You know, kind of a, like a light fascist metaphor. Uh, really the whole thing I thought was very interesting that uh, the, he, he runs afoul of a just the Justice Society, a like group of, I guess, like C-tier DC heroes that they threw together uh, for this movie, including Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Cyclone, and Adam Smasher, a guy who can get really big, who was kind of funny. Um, and the whole thing kind of turns into like a little bit of like a metaphor for like American foreign policy, where it's about this Middle Eastern country and they have suddenly gained a powerful weapon of mass destruction capable of, uh, uh taking on other world powers. So the whole thing, like, uh, immediately I was like, ooh, is this about Iran and getting the nuclear bomb? Because that's what it feels like it's about. And then is it being, uh, is it in favor of that? I mean, is it their right to defend themselves with their Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Or should, you know, national inspectors be looking into their Dwayne the Rock Johnson power plants to make sure they're not refining Dwayne the Rock Johnsons? Uh, so the movie was, you know, as I was worried, it kind of just, I don't know, it kind of oscillated in tone really weird. Like, you know, like I saw it with the meme, like it was, sometimes it was trying to be funny, sometimes it was just like impossibly grim. And, but throughout, it was just about how Dwayne the Rock Johnson is just like the really the best of us <laughs> which is you know it, it, it only had that feeling really because he was so involved in the making of the movie like where it was just like it's kind of like watching the rock jerk off the whole time there's a several scenes where he like does and he like mimics a pose from like a famous black adam comic cover and like he keeps trying out lines and oh it's just I don't know. I, I, you know, it was one of those movies also, you know, and we, 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 we talk about this a lot if you've heard some of our other movie review minisodes like I have done with Mike uh, Scipioni, our producer. Like, this movie had like a real like uh, a written by people who were on a deadline and took a lot of Adderall. Like it's a very frenetic. That's a big problem I have with a lot of modern film is everything is just like it jumps and jumps and jumps and it is, when does this thing it, it happens now and everyone's really fast and everyone talks really really they, they, they talk really eloquently with like little lots of quips and jabs and jips. It's just like ooh. It's kind of exhausting. Yeah, you know, it's where, in, you know, this movie has, you know, another problem I have a lot of these Marvel and DC movies is they completely erase, like, your sense of space and sense of scale to things. Like, this Kandar place, was it a city-state? Was it just a place, like a city? You can never tell. Where was it? Because one time, like, uh, the Black Adam goes off kilter with a super punch or whatever he's doing, and he ends up, like, in what seems to be, like, Thailand? <laughs> and then, in the next scene, he's back in time to stop a bullet! <laughs> or... You know, he was in an underwater prison, and he gets out, and he makes it back. Like, I don't know. It's just everything is kind of more about a plot than telling any sort of cohesive narrative story. So, I guess what I'm saying is more the same. More the same from the superhero action movie genre. As it currently stands, it felt just like another... It just felt like another one of all of them. Another Marvel movie, another DC movie. I mean, the only thing that changes is sometimes a director will be given enough control to, like, really put their kind of vision on, a, on one of these projects, you know? That's what made, you know, the ones that James Gunn has directed more fun was because he made them just more purely comedy, which is more his wheelhouse, and leaned to some of the weird aspects and stuff like that. And now, you know, the kind of rule for 
this, these franchises, it seems, is that they're just every time something goes well, you borrow that part of it and you continually use that spice in the next soup, you know? Like, so this movie had like a touch of trying to keep that tone alive from Suicide Squad, but including having actual people from that movie in it, like uh, Amanda Waller. But um, the... Uh, uh, diminishing returns. <laughs> and also, like, the thing that made those movies more successful, I thought, was because they, like, picked a tone instead of, like, trying to make everybody happy all at once, which is really, I think, what this problem with this movie is. So, you just get all these different styles and tones and everything just blended together till it is just a flavorless mush. And, you know, th- th- these movies, it seemed, they, like, they're really afraid to, like, ever just pick one tone or feeling and stick with it. You just gotta give everybody everything. It's gotta be... It's, it's got to be the the next big thing. Everything's got to... You can't just make a little side quest. It's got to be like, this is really important. And you don't know who these characters are. So there's going to be awkward scenes where the characters introduce themselves <laughs> by telling each other what their superpowers are and how they got them. Very, very funny. That happens multiple times in the movies. We're like, hi, my name's Adam Smasher. Yeah, I'm the nephew of the original, original Adam Smasher. So you might not be as familiar with me. But don't worry. I got the suit and his, the powers from my uncle. It's like, wow. Couldn't he have just been the Atom Smasher? Did we need to know, like, all the lore? And did it have to be delivered in the strangest way? (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, more of the same. That's, you know, ultimately, I I guess I could probably go on about this movie for a while, it seems. But, uh, I mean, it was alright. It was fine. I didn't think it was particularly entertaining. I'm walking home right now, and as I'm talking into my phone, I'm quickly forgetting what I just saw and what the names were. The villain was... I mean, I guess they wanted the villain to be a little lesser because the, I guess, supposed actual villain antagonist of the movie is supposed to be Black Adam, but they might have underboiled that one a little too much because there was nothing there. It was like a guy named Ishmael who found a demon crown and he wore it and had demon powers for like, I don't know, a grand total of 20 minutes before they killed his ass. <laughs> so, I guess not really a not really a really uh, amazing villain arc. Uh, kind of a uh, really real lightweight for a guy with a hell crown. Um, so, yeah, the movie's alright. Whatever, who cares? There was a dumb mid-credit sequence. Mid-credit sequencers are getting dumber and dumber, where it's just sort of like every single one of them is just sort of like promising the next movie and showing you who's going to be in it. Where in this one, the Black Adam's there, and Amanda Waller sends a hologram robot that tells him that he needs to be cool, or they're going to fuck him up. And he says, "Well, who's going to fuck me up?" And then who shows up? It's Superman, and then Superman's like, "Hey, we got to be in a movie together." Yeah, cut to black. Henry Cavill demands it. Uh, so, you know, the dumb, not even, like, fun anymore. Just, like, a commercial buried in the credits. Uh, so, the movie experience, I'm going to give that movie a pretty solid C-. minus. I don't know. It was not that entertaining. Uh, there was a, some some fun moments, some cool action scenes, but largely it was just a lot of fast-moving CGI nonsense and tonal problems that all these movies seem to have. Uh, the actual view experience, my chair, I'm going to give it a little bit of a, you know, I'm going to give that a C too. The chair was not very comfortable, it was a little small, uh, and uh, I don't know, the whole theater itself had, you know, a, a charming amount of like that sort of going to a multiplex aesthetic that always gets to me but uh largely it was just kind of yeah you know just like uh i, I was walking into the, the 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 content the the slop 
the slop trough, you know, where, you know, I remember you, the, the movie theater, this movie theater that had, I guess, like, what, 10, 10 screens, 10, 12 screens, and they were using most of them to show the exact same two movies, which were Black Adam and Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever. And then there was two screens that were showing something different. One showing the uh, horror comedy, maybe? I've not seen it yet. Uh, the, um, the menu about uh, Cannibal Chef, it seems. And then the other one was uh, The Banshees of Insurance, which I really wanted to see, but they didn't have any matinees. Uh, so also, I want to see that with my girlfriend, so I'm holding off on that one. Um, so I don't know. It just seemed like it was like a place, like, like a big commercial multiplex dedicated to just showing you the next Marvel, DC, Warner Brothers, Disney property, you know, and all the stuff at the top, all the branding and the concession stands, they're all just exist to sell those movies. And I understand, you know, I understand, of course, because those are really popular franchises right now. And movie theaters need butts and seats, but oof, bleh, eh, muh. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best I can, I can muster for that is, uh, <laughs> I don't know, not really for me. Uh, so, you know, I, but, you know, now we get to my, my, my review here of my matinee experience and even though I didn't really like the movie and the theater experience was kind of gaudy and goofy, uh, I'm still going to give it a pretty solid, you know, a pretty solid four out of five popcorn bags. That's right. I'm bar- I'm p- pulling up a brand new rating system at the end here. Uh, just because it's been so long since I've done that, it was kind of fun. You know, that was something, you, you know, it's kind of a, kind of a, a, a rare treat with how hectic life is and recent events and everything so you know i don't know i recommend it you know not not necessarily seeing black adam i do think you should probably skip it unless you've already seen it but uh going to go see a movie even if it's the dumbest one you can actually sometimes it's better if it's the dumbest one you can find in the middle of the day is not too bad especially if you get a little stoned and uh eat a chicken sandwich on the way that's kind of fun too uh so there we go that's it that's my review I'm still walking home, so I have more time to mull over the many problems with Black Adam. But I'm going to leave you, our listener, to uh, at the end here of this mini-sode. Thanks for listening, if you stay stuck through it. (laughs) Me walking around the city of Chicago, mumbling into my cell phone. I've passed a lot of people who give me some very strange looks, but sorry, baby, that's content creation. Uh, And uh, stay tuned for a brand new full Please Make This episode coming out next week. Uh, It's a really fun one. We just recorded it last night actually uh boy you're getting so much behind the scenes of my life right now huh this is what i do in my day off i completely waste my time okay everybody no that's not true i shouldn't say that it's never a waste of time to spend some time with the cinema so thank you for tuning in to this matinee review my name is hobert thompson and i'll see you at the movies